When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by the Blue Plate Restaurant Company. As long as snow is on the ground, they're going to have snow globes on the patio. Book this unique winter dining experience by the hour by calling the restaurants. Full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and food items. Dawn, have you ever seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Are you kidding me? Of course I have. Well, if they had the patio domes that the free house has right now yeah tina turner would have been in a much better mood in that movie oh my gosh i think you're so right now this is a unique dining experience that they have at the free house all winter long that's right as long as there's snow on the ground you can rent these patio domes dawn and i we're not kidding this is so cool maybe you have a date maybe you have a unique i don't know family event that you want to spice up you can rent these patio domes by the hour they're heated you can get their full menu in the domes and you can even get some special items as well this would be a really cool date kind of thing don't you think don oh absolutely wait until at least the third date and then you might get lucky (laughs) maybe the fourth maybe we can recommend this for the next second chance romance that goes awry yes we'll say hey maybe you'll get along better at the freehouse patio domes Maybe. I don't know. You can book these again by the hour. And again, the full menu is available, plus some special items as well. For more information, call the free house. I need information on such might be able to help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Now tell us everything. everything. Lucasfilm and Disney have some merchandise plans for The Mandalorian's Baby Yoda. Yahoo found that 28 patent applications were filed last month, all relating to The Mandalorian and the child. Some of these were obvious, like clothing, but also they had bakeware, kitchenware, and bath linens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Baby Yoda Instant Pot. I'm all over it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You can dry off with Baby Yoda. Yes, and I didn't want to get a t-shirt. I didn't really like any of them there when we were at Disney. Um, but I did get a phone case. It's very cute. I noticed it right away when I saw you today. Um, are you still wearing your bracelet? I've been wearing my magic band. <laughs> I have a magic band that only works at Disney. I'm not, I don't have it on today, but I wore it like throughout the weekend and stuff because I just didn't want to let go that I wasn't there anymore. Aww, I and it's love so it. cute. I'm wearing it as an accessory. So It's yes. so great. Speaking of um, Disney, uh, Star Wars says that the next film will reportedly take place 400 years before the Skywalker saga during the High Republic area. Ooh. Okay. Um, so That's a 
cool area of the story. Yes, making Star Wars is what's reporting that. And it's going to center around the time of Darth Bane and Yoda as an active Jedi rather than an older, wiser member of the Jedi Council. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and also, it's not going to be the traditional three-film saga. They're going to have three different movies that will still interconnect in some small way. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's a good idea to do that. I think it is, too. It gives you more director flexibility. Yes, exactly. Well, the Golden Globes were on last night. Uh, Ricky Gervais, he... um, uh, he went after Hollywood and the hypocrisy, uh, telling celebrities to skip the politics and just, quote, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God, and F off. <laughs> but nobody listened. It was probably one of the most political nights. Sure. Uh, uh, political award shows in a long time. Uh, I, I was, I, that's one of the things I noticed. A lot of, a lot of the major winners yes. use their time to make a political statement. Yes, especially about climate change because of what's yeah. happening in Australia right now with the fires. All right, that's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 8.20, 12.20, and 5.20 on My Talk 1071. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. I'm Jace with Dawn McClain, Stephanie Hansen, and Kenny. Hansen's going to be with us uh, throughout this week. Uh, then she's gone for a couple weeks. Then hopefully she'll be back to take us uh, through the rest of Alexis's maternity leave, hopefully. But uh, I'm just grateful to have her this week. And I'm also grateful to Bradley Trainer. And Brother Rob for uh, helping Dawn out uh, while I was on the little holiday. The holiday. So uh, thanks to the guys. Uh, you did a great job, and uh, I really, really appreciate it. Um, it is 8.05 on this Monday, January 6, 2020. Or as Barbara Walters would say, 2020. <laughs> um, it is Golden Globes Monday here on uh, My Talk 107.1. All the shows uh, from us to Don and Steve to Kalina Bradley to Lori and Julia and LSD, long-suffering Donnie, will be giving you commentary uh, throughout the day on the Globes. And uh, B. Arthur sent, uh, she was out of the country. And the minute she got through customs, she sent one of her famous emails and saying that we needed to talk about the Globes for uh, at least three minutes out of every hour or every segment, or we're fired. So Dawn just did some of the dirt alert there, and now <laughs> we're going to further satisfy the allotment by giving you our world-famous winner's montage. So if you didn't see the, uh, the Golden Globes, you didn't need to, because we have all the big winners right here. Best actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. And the Golden Globe goes to... Rami Youssef for the best actor in a limited series or motion picture made for television. Russell Crowe, the loudest voice. For best actress in a TV series, musical, or comedy. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Best TV series, musical, or comedy. Fleabag. For best screenplay. Quentin Tarantino once more time in Hollywood. For supporting actor in a motion picture. Brad Pitt. Best motion picture, musical, or comedy. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Best original song. Oh, stop it. That's Ansel Elgort, I, who I normally like, but I, what was he doing there? Ooh, that really irritated me. <laughs> it irritated everybody. I'm going to love me again, Rocket Man. For best actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Taryn Edgerton, Rocket Man. 
for Best Actress in a Motion Picture. Renee Zellweger. For Best Actress in a Limited Series of a Motion Picture Made for TV. Michelle Williams. For Best Actress in a TV Series Drama. Olivia Coleman, the crown of Best Actress in a Supporting Role in a Series, Limited Series, or Motion Picture Made for Television. Patricia Arquette. For Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Aquafina. Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama. Joaquin Phoenix. Best Director. Sam Mendes. 1917. For Best Motion Picture Drama, 1917. 1917, uh, Best Drama. A movie hasn't even opened yet. Right. Um, yes, directed by it Sam Mendes. It goes in wide release on Friday if you're looking for it. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm. I'm interested in seeing that one. I should. Is that the one with uh, Spider Man? Isn't Spider Man in that one? Let me see here. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Does whatever. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. What is she? Is she singing? Is, is Steph is singing Spider Man? I don't even oh, know why. Okay. Just to mm-hmm. bring it light in the mood. Okay. Lighten the mood. What, what, we're not. What are we? T- How can you lighten the mood? You know, what are we honest, talking the Golden Globes? I'm still thinking intimately in my head about this cat documentary. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't f with it. cats on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Well, you should watch you it. Guys, it's- can we talk a little more about the fashions on the Golden Globe? Yes. Let's do it right now. Go ahead. Okay. First of all, a couple observations. Yeah. <laughs> I have mail, by the way. Sorry, yeah, so it's time to I. take my pill. Yeah, I, go ahead. I felt really weird and sad and uncomfortable about Renee Zellweger coming back to the red carpet for the first time in a long time. Why? Um, because there was a giant crease on her forehead that looked like it was a surgical scar. Oh, Which was really weird and sad and a little scary because that would explain some of what's going on with her face. I actually see that. Yeah, Yeah. it's super odd. And then Juliana Rancic had some um, ghastly share wig on. Oh, my God. And that just felt a little uncomfortable for me. I, I, for whatever reason, I'm sure she's a very nice woman. But she's just one of those correspondents that I I do not enjoy watching because she's I'm pretend. Not, I, maybe that's what yeah. It, she I have doesn't never... feel like a real person. And then she was talking all about how many In and Out shakes and fries and burgers she had. Oh, okay, well, and I just was true. like, okay, the last time you ate an In and Out burger was maybe when I was in the womb. <laughs> it's true. She's I mean, so frighteningly. Thin. And that's fine. Be thin, like do your thing, whatever. But not if you're But don't sick. pretend. Yeah. Like, you know, you're at In and Out Burger every day, just mowing it down through the drive through. I not. know that she had breast cancer. Sure. And she did go through a lot of chemotherapy and became very thin. So I want to just preface that by saying I know that. Okay. Here's but the other thing that, you need to know about breast cancer people, Don. Yeah. There's not a skinny one of us in the bunch because they put you on drugs after. Yeah. That you gain 20 pounds just looking at an In and Out Burger. Yeah. So something. Yeah. Steroids? Is it steroids? No, it's a different hormone suppressing thing. I got you. But yeah, Yeah. crazy. All all of that aside, I just yeah, I I don't like (laughs) ease coverage. Because that was no. I'm just no 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 no. I'm not dismissing it. I'm saying dot dot dot. In addition, I I just don't enjoy her. Maybe I don't enjoy her interview style. I actually think you pegged it right away. I, I I she just doesn't come across as genuine to me. But fashion-wise, I'm going to say, too, now I'm looking at that photo of Renee Zellweger. 
There's See, just a I, weird crease in her forehead that's like, it goes all the way across. I think what it is, is that she has had Botox. I mean, Above I, and below? I've had, I, I think that she just, they didn't do that one, so they stopped there. So that is the only place where she starts to but have a wrinkle. But it's not a wrinkle, it's like it's a ridge. A oh, okay. Yeah, but sometimes, that's that's why you go to Dr. Beth. I know, and I've had clinic. Botox from Dr. Beth, and it's fantastic. Because if they put too much at the, in, in weird areas, you, it will create a crease. It really will. So I don't think it's a scar. Okay. I, I actually do think it is a misplaced Botox Application. crease. Okay. Yeah, All I right. think it is. But I, uh, my friend, I have a friend that texted me about her appearance. I like, I'm a fan of Renee and I'm not going to, I'm not, and, and he was kind of busting on her appearance. I actually thought she looked real lovely last night. I thought night. she did too, except for the crease. I and I kept and, thinking, why, what is that? And I, and I, I felt like saying nobody, none of us looked the way that we did 19 years ago. Bridget Jones's diary was years ago. The woman has aged and she should be able to age. I actually thought she looked, I'm rewatching her speech right now just to make sure yeah, I thought Renee looked really nice. I, I, now I, I've always liked her. I, I've always enjoyed I like her. I like her too. I just she think a... she has a crease in her forehead that's unexplainable. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. No, I, I don't know, know oh, where no, no, it no. came from. I don't I know think what it's happened. Botox girl. Okay, mm. all right. I think it's the Botox. I will say, don't... generally on the red carpet, everybody was stunning, and there was a lot more diversity than we've seen in the last. You know, there's more and more people of color, more and more people of different shapes and sizes. I like that. I like yeah. to see all the men in different tuxedos. We have a lot more color on the red carpet than we've seen before. Uh, Billy Porter made an entrance that was just epic. He always does. Oh, and then he, he kind of grabbed his junk on live TV, okay. which my daughter goes, oh, did you see that? I was like, yep, I did. It was like an arrangement or something happened. <laughs> Re- I try not to do that on TV, by the yeah, way. Yeah, sometimes just, you get yeah. caught in the zipper. Yeah. As oh, it were. No. Oh, oh, wow. I'm, I hope that doesn't happen on television. <laughs> it was, it was, I think, exactly that little oh, adjustment. Wow. That is horrible. Oh, my. Well, there we go. <laughs> Dawn's uncomfortable in her workplace. No. no oh, are I'm you just kidding me? I'm about things that I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be because honest. of emails. Yeah, I believe me. I don't think he was caught in the zipper, was he? I mean, th- that rearrangement would have taken place in the bathroom along with a shriek uh, i mean when you get caught in the zipper it's it's something to call home yeah, about it yeah hurts. it's something about mary yeah, yeah. It's something to go to the hospital for right oh right. yes or wow. that's, yeah mom that's i think i need pain. stitches <laughs> where uh, never mind just bring me to the hospital i thought brad pitt looked real good didn't he oh jason and oh he looked so amazing and his Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tuxedo was so beautiful, like so beautifully cut, the material, like that guy is a real live movie star, man. He does it for me. And I he just got to say. gave a shout out to the Ozarks. He's from my he hometown. He did, Dawn, yes. And yeah. he was with Jennifer Aniston at a party afterwards. They were at the same party. There's a picture of them standing next to each other. Well, he a made a joke. Dream. He made a joke about that. The camera cut to Jen when he made a joke about his dating life. Uh, here's the joke. Listen, this is Brad accepting the award for um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, I also have to thank my partner in crime, LDC. I wouldn't be here without you, man. I thank you. Still, I would have shared the raft. <laughs> I wanted him making a Leo joke uh, about Titanic. Bring my mom, but I couldn't because any woman I stand next to, they say I'm dating, and um, <laughs> just be awkward. And they did and when, cut to Aniston when he said that? Yeah, they were oh, on a shot a of Jennifer shot, Aniston. Yeah, yeah, wide shot. But she was there, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was so good. So, so, so good. Yeah, I thought he looked. He is an old. He and Leo were both old-fashioned movie stars. Yes. The, 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 and, and Tom Hanks, obviously, who won the Cecil B. DeMille Award and, and gave just such a moving speech. Actually, I'll just pay just a little bit of that. Here's Tom choking up. A rare moment. We know Tom so well, but we rarely see him choking up, and he's pointing to his family, who's in the front row. A man is... Sorry. A man is blessed. A man is blessed with a family sitting down front like that. A wife who is fantastic in every way, who has taught me what love is. Five kids who are braver and stronger and wiser than their old man is. And a, a loving group of people who have put away with me being away months and months and months at a time. Of course, otherwise I wouldn't be standing here if they didn't have to put up with that. So uh, I can't tell you how much your love means to me. <clears throat> so sweet. Uh, we're going to have more about the Golden Globes coming up next with Elizabeth Reese and then at 8.30. Uh, Don, we won't do Dreamweaver today. Just, you know, we'll give you, uh, the if you don't mind, just a, a day well, out. I don't. Yeah, so we'll do. Uh, we'll have more stories from our time at Disney World. So coming up next, though, continuing coverage of the Golden Globes with Elizabeth Reese when we return. Jason, have you ever actually sat down with a nutritionist and they ask you what you've eaten the day before? Um, does my Jane Fonda workout tapes from the <laughs> '80s count as someone with nutrition? Uh, not really. I think okay. you need to update, and you need to go to Livia. That's L-I-V-E-A dot com. You can find ten convenient locations in Minnesota and Wisconsin. First of all, so basically everywhere you drive, you'll see Olivia. They used to be Metafast, right? They used to be Metafast. Don't get confused. No. They're a great company. I lost twenty pounds on the program, and I've kept it off for you know a year. And that's hard to do. Maintaining is the hard part. So thank goodness you have them. Yes, they're awesome over there. I go to the one in Roseville, but you can find a location, like I said, anywhere in the Twin Cities, uh, livea.com. You can call 855-GO-LIVIA, and then they can tell you not to eat breakfast cereal for every meal, you like mean, they and, told me. Well, and when you say breakfast cereal, ladies and gentlemen, Dawn used to eat nerds for breakfast. <laughs> this is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. 
Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk World 71. Everything entertainment, everything Golden Globes for this Golden Globes Monday. And it continues right now with our buddy Elizabeth Reese. Hi, Elizabeth. Well, good morning. Nice to be back with you guys today. Hope everything's going well in the new year. Yes. Happy How 2020. 2020. All good in 2020. Feeling great. Oh, good. Um, I did watch the Golden Globes last night, and I've got some little tidbits to share with you about what's coming out after the Golden Globes. Of course, all eyes were on Jennifer Aniston and what her reaction to Brad Pitt was going to be. <laughs> Could you just imagine what was happening when Brad Pitt won an award and he goes up there and it's the strategy of how are we going to get a camera on Jennifer Aniston? Yes. 100% is what all the producers were freaking out about. And so they did a pretty good job. What they did was they took a shot of Reese Witherspoon, who was right in front of Jennifer Aniston, so you could see Jennifer Aniston in the top left corner. And that is what everybody was looking at. Mm-hmm. Jennifer That's Aniston. So laughed at Brad Pitt's Golden Globes joke about his dating life. He joked that he was going to bring his mom, but he couldn't because anybody, if he stands next to a woman, people speculate that he's dating her. And um, these two still share the same sense of humor. And I think in many people's minds they're just thinking wouldn't it be lovely if they got back together they were po- they were together in a post party photo see they're at, friends and yes. they're friendly i'm excited about that too elizabeth one we can hope we could totally hope and we know that the breakdown of their relationship really had to do with his drug use yeah i mean yeah. it had to do with his pot use and his substance abuse clearly contributed to the demise of his relationship with Angelina Jolie. And uh, Jennifer Aniston, of course, is no longer with Justin Thoreau. Uh, she's single. Brad Pitt is single. And take the <laughs> pot out of it, and maybe they'd have another shot. Maybe. Without the pot, maybe they'll have a shot. <laughs> take the pot out of it, Elizabeth. <laughs> Do I sound like someone's mother? No, I, I love it. I think it's funny. I am. There you go. Um, but it was, it's been kind of fun to look at some of the old pictures of them together and then them there. And Jennifer Aniston, of course, wearing a classic black dress because that's the only thing she wears. Which is fine. Yeah. Just do what works. Yeah, it does. Mermaid dress, Sofia Vergara. We could just go down the line. I know. J-Lo's uh, Christmas bow dress was a lot for me to handle. Oh, my. I thought it was okay. Oh, I didn't love it. Oh. I, I didn't, didn't love, love it. it, but it wasn't terrible. Oh. It wasn't Kerry Washington terrible. I didn't see Kerry Washington. Oh, wow. I must have oh, missed that. please, Shot Elizabeth Reese. Okay. It is lingerie. Goop wore lingerie. Kerry yeah. Washington wore lingerie. Kate Winslet has a little, or Kate Blanchett has a little lingerie to I her look. I liked Kate Blanchett. So did um, Charlize Theron. Her yes. Was, hers was her lingerie. Like, yes. Yep. A lot of lingerie. Yeah, that's... I'm wearing, Kenny and I are wearing lingerie right now. Oh, just not, not that anyone cares. <laughs> I'm sure but... that is a sight to behold, you two. No pants Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny and I are very confident, aren't we, Kenny? In our... Oh, and they're actually matching, too. We uh, prearranged it, so. <laughs> oh, but nobody knows that. Nobody knows Nobody that. knows it. Yeah. Nobody knows it. It's our <laughs> secret. Um, what yep. did you guys think of Joaquin Phoenix and his acceptance speech? Kill me. <sighs> he exhausts me. Uh, thank you. Me. Dawn, thank you. I'm sorry. I just can't. I it's can't. It's so cringy. I I don't think you should ever make the audience feel unsafe. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they told us in improv, you know, Stevie Ray's comedy. They're like, don't ever make the f- audience feel unsafe or nervous with what you're doing. Can I just say, though, for whatever, for whatever reason, I kind of give him a pass. He they grew up in a commune and like he is a very tortured individual and it comes through in his acting, which I think is incredible. 
That's true. But he's a lot to handle. Oh, yes. I mean, you would kick him out of your house in two seconds. Oh, gosh. And being in a relationship with him, I was just like, run, Rooney. Rooney. Yeah, even being his friend. But she looks complicated, too. Yeah, she's probably complicated. When he said, like, to Todd Phillips, thank you for putting up with me, his director, and... um, Thank you for putting up with me. I was just thinking this guy, that director was like, this was miserable. Yep. But he probably knew that going in, that that's what Joaquin Phoenix is all about. Yep. Um, Joaquin Phoenix uh, was largely behind the Golden Globes going vegan this year. There were a lot of political statements going on at the a Golden lot. Globes. I mean, it really, like a lot of speeches were fully focused on a political issue. I felt like it was a little odd that Joaquin Phoenix was taking, essentially taking digs at people for sending well wishes to Australia, saying they weren't doing enough, but then he didn't say what else people should be doing. That's because he ran out of time. He didn't manage his time up there, and he's like, what we're going to do is this. And then it's like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, and I, I will just say, I don't know if I necessarily agree, but to represent probably a big chunk of people listening, I think the overtly the overly political statements by the stars is what turns off a lot of folks in this day and age. Yes. Rightly, rightly or wrongly, um, because, you know, there is the train of thought of, well, you know, we should celebrate people using a giant platform to do good. But... What good is 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 a, is in the eye of the beholder. If For you sure. if you if you're on the same side as the star, you're you're cheering them. If you are on the opposite side of an issue that they're championing, you think the, uh, you, you, you think they shouldn't be up there celebrating a movie award and uh, talking politics. Okay, so, but can we all be on the side of climate change? Like. Is that but still not everyone disputed? Not, not everyone is. is. Well, They're not, not going to change anyone's mind. That's true, and it's not all guaranteed that going vegan is the number one way to impact climate change. I mean, it's more complicated than that. Yes, right? it's and always nuanced. Everything's it's always more nuanced. nuanced. Yeah. And so that's what I think that's gets the real, that it becomes the problem, Jason. Yes, exactly. Is that they're addressing these huge issues <laughs> in two minute speeches. In two minute speeches that aren't planned. That it's just like here's what it is, and so it ends up making you feel just like uncomfortable just kind of like oh i i it's don't like know getting i mean into michelle a- williams i guess when it comes to oh, and, and was- obviously discussing a very divisive issue but i do while think pregnant that she yeah and she did a she nailed that though the way that she delivered it was as well as you could possibly oh, deliver it was extraordinary like yeah she basically said vote vote for your rights yeah. make your own decisions and vote yeah but yeah, I, it is the thing that turns off. I've already gotten, uh, you know. know, very nice comments, but people don't watch for that reason. They that don't want to be, they don't want, um, this, these aren't my words, I'm just saying, they don't want Hollywood folks preaching to them. Yeah. Well, and uh, you've got, they have a platform. You know, you have a platform that goes beyond the Golden Globes. To say, like, this is the only opportunity you have to stand up there and talk to the masses. If so you're a celebrity, true. It's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Jay-Z Especially in this also, day and age. Um, Jay-Z brought his own uh, brand of okay, champagne. Okay, can we, I gotta talk about that <laughs> after. Tackle I'm that going next. crazy about that. <laughs> I think it's funny. It's not oh, funny. He oh, he owns the brand, Elizabeth. I know. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese, today at 3. She owns that brand. Today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. When we come back, what did Dom think of the overall experience going to Disney World with us? You'll find out next. Congratulations to the Vikings yesterday. A nail-biter. I was watching. I shouldn't say I was watching. I was watching Twitter from up in the sky in the Disney Skyliner. I was kept refreshing Twitter. Okay, oh, overtime. Oh no. And then everyone oh, 
All the tweets came in at overtime, and then I was like, okay, refresh, 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 and then tons of all-cap tweets. We did it! Kyle Rudolph is the best! So, congratulations to the Vikings, and congratulations to the Seattle Seahawks. I'm only saying that because I had three horrible encounters with Philly fans at Walt Disney World, so (laughs) I'm glad that Philly lost. Um, Sorry, not sorry. Oh. I'm just going to say it. They can sometimes be the worst. They're Philly known fans. as the, they're, they're known oh. for that. It's just widely known in sports that they oh. can be the most aggressive and downright nasty. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they save old batteries to throw out at games. Yeah. Oh. We encountered a guy, I'll tell you about. It's one of the many stories I'll we'll talk about tomorrow. Uh, we basically called security on him. Um, on New Year's Eve, so we'll we'll talk about that tomorrow. That's but uh, this is this is really the first chance. Uh, by the way, this is Golden Globes Monday as well. Uh, we just did a half hour on the Golden Globe, so if you missed any of it, you can download our podcast a little bit later today. And don't forget, all of the shows will be having nonstop Golden Globes coverage all day long uh, from us to Donna and Steve, Kalina Bradley, and Lori, Julia, and Long Suffering Donnie. Eight thirty five. Donna and I really haven't had a chance to talk since uh, we waved goodbye. Um, two Saturdays ago. Bye-bye, Dawn. After mm-hmm. spending three days with us and losing both of her legs at... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> losing both of her legs uh, in, a, in, a, in a theme park in Orlando. Um, she spent three days with us. <laughs> Overall, Dawn, uh, did you have fun? I had the best time. I mean, it was exactly what I thought it would be. Fast-paced. We did as much as we could in the time allotted we made the most of our time and it was like i got to do all the things that i wanted to do and didn't even i mean i had so many rides that i had not ridden before so they were new experiences for me and i think that was fun for you guys to see me react to the avatar ride or the rock and roller coaster or hotel of terror had never done any of those oh yeah, so the times I've been to Disney were really work-related through Children's Miracle Network and mm-hmm. my past radio stations. So um, I did do a few things, but I didn't get to do these things and like this. Well, that makes me that makes me so happy because uh, seeing it through your eyes, you're right. I'm so glad you made that observation because I got so excited whenever we'd go on a new ride or a, or something new for you. I was like a kid <laughs> because I kept looking at you. I wasn't even worried about the ride because I've been lucky enough to go on them enough. But I was so excited to see you that. Like Tower of Terror is a really good example because that's my that art, is one. Such my a great all, ride. it's oh. such a great ride at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and you on that ride and Rock and Roller Coaster, which goes zero to sixty in three seconds, um, just just all of that, and then I I think my my favorite moment for you or my favorite moment with you was um, the lightsaber building ceremony at at Disney's Hollywood Studios at Galaxy's Edge. Um, That 
There is a picture. I, I think you talked about it. Someone emailed me yeah. that you guys had mentioned it. But there's a picture of Dawn on her on her social on, on Two Fairy Godfathers. I posted as well. Dawn raising her freshly built lightsaber for the first time. One of the my favorite pictures I've ever taken ever. I still look at it and I get the biggest smile because it was so cool to see you do that oh. and to build build your lightsaber. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so fun and just amazing and I did tear up a little bit just like you said you did the first time you did it. Yes. It is it's so cool. They That's do the it. magic of Disney, isn't it? Oh, uh, it is. I, it, it, we just kept saying that the whole time, and and even uh, you know people would think that after so many times you become kind of numb to the magic, and you really don't because they do it so well, and they're so good at it. And even if you know you know the the man behind the curtain, it's still it takes you away. It it is filled with magic, and I and I think the best example of that is the new ride, Rise Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance. Um, at, at Hollywood Studios. Now, this was fun for Colin, for me, and Dawn, because Colin and I had never, we hadn't ridden it. So we were riding it with Dawn for the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Jason. I, I mean, we'll probably need more time to talk about this yeah. in, in, in depth maybe tomorrow. But just know that, <laughs> so this little car, Stephanie, it you're in like a, a buggy type of a thing. There is no track. It is moving independently through super oh. fast throughout this thing. You're all in different little buggies, and they split off, and you get split away from other buggies. And it's spinning, and you're seeing all this stuff. Jason, it was so funny because he just kept turning his head left and right and back and forth and going, oh, 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 oh. That's Jason on the new road. Oh, 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 oh. I was screaming at the top of my life. I mean, that was the best ride I've ever been on. Was it scary? Oh, at times it was. I mean, yes. there's a part where Kylo Ren is in there, and he sort of takes over your buggy, and he's using his his force with his hands and you start it starts shaking like from beginning to end this thing is a masterpiece oh it's 22 minutes from beginning to end and i mean we could oh they did a a commercial for it did you notice that during the golden globes last night i don't know if you saw that on the plane we kept saying it we got off the three of us got off and we kept looking at each other going what were we just on? Oh, like, what? I cried at the end. What was oh, that? Oh, that's fun. The, because the girls in front of us turned around and looked at me like, she, this woman is freaking out. <laughs> right? They, around, they were, I don't know if they spoke English, but they turned around. They were so cute. And they looked at me and they were kind of like laughing and. Oh, oh yeah. It it Steph and my talkers, it, it's such a cliche, but th- I keep saying the same two things over and over when we when people would ask us, "Oh, you've been on it. What's it like?" The first thing I always say is, "It's one of the few things in life that lives up to the hype." And number 2, it is one of the few rides or one of the few things that is the cliche you feel like you are in the middle of a Star Wars movie. Am I right, Don? That's so cool. It's extraordinary. Don't I mean, you think that more rides will be like living up to that standard that that will become the new benchmark? They'll yes. have to. They yeah. have to. Because part of the, they realize people do not want to wait in 2020. Uh, we don't have to wait for entertainment anymore. Mm-hmm. We barely have to wait for movies to come out on home video. If we want to go home right now and pull up 
episode 15 of season seven of Friends, we can do it. Um, so people don't want to wait in lines anymore. So what Disney has done with this ride, even if you're not a Disney or a Star Wars fan, you can appreciate this. What they've done is they've taken the wait and they've turned it into the experience. Mm-hmm. So even when you're waiting, you are on the ride. Um, you know, I, I put a, an example of this on my social media. If you just search for Jason Matheson on Instagram, the first moment that you're quote unquote writing, you get a hologram message from Ray and it is awesome. I mean, it looks like something. Oh, I'm sorry. It's on TFG. It's not on uh, Jason Matheson. The search for two fairy godfathers. Um, you get a hologram message from Ray telling you what you're in store for, which is and so cool. Yeah, they used to and, like when you'd be waiting for rides, you'd be in the holding pen where you like they'd put you oh, in one part of way. a holding pen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you'd go into the next part of a holding pen. And sometimes things would talk to you through microphones. But to make that whole thing part of the ride is a really smart idea. It's great. Yeah, you don't feel like I mean, there is a small portion of waiting. But once and I'm not going to give anything else away, but uh, today, but once that Ray thing happens, it is on like Donkey Kong, is it not, Don? Oh, yeah. is- I mean, we could fully tell what happens, and they'd still have an amazing experience. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I kind of knew, too, and I was like, what the? I will tell you, when well, we're going to come back, on the other side, I got to go on it three times. And tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow I'll talk about the epic weights, but I have a story about this, about this 20-some-year-old birthday girl and how good the cast members are when we return. Stay with us. More stories tomorrow from our uh, Walt Disney World adventure. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Don McClain. Special guest star Stephanie Hansen. Uh, 848. Hansen's going to be with us uh, for the rest of this week. Then she'll be gone for a couple weeks and hopefully back uh, throughout the rest of Alexis's uh, maternity leave. Uh, thanks to Bradley and producer Rob uh, for helping Dawn out. Greatly appreciate it. Thanks, guys. You did a wonderful job. Yes. Um, so let me tell you a little story. Oh, by the way, I should say, too, this is Golden Globes Monday. All the shows will be having extensive coverage of the Golden Globes. Uh, if you missed ours, uh, we just did a half hour of it at the top of the eight. Uh, you can download our podcast a little bit later, a full breakdown of the show. So we we're talking about uh, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, the most uh, ambitious ride ever done. I, I say at Disney World, but I think in any theme park, four ride systems, four different ride systems are utilized in this ride. It's a trackless ride system. Um, there are other surprises. It's unlike anything um, amusement park goers have ever seen. And one of the things is really immersive. You keep hearing that word, but it's not only is Star Wars land immersive, but so is this ride, meaning the cast members um, in one certain part act like first order officers. You know, the bad guys, everybody, Uh, the Empire in the old movies, they're the bad guys. And they take their roles very seriously because the ride just opened. So, you know, it has that new ride smell. Well, the third time I was on it, I'm standing there, and they line you up, Hanson and my talkers, at a certain point. They line you up. You're kind of captured. I'm not going to give everything away, but you're captured by the bad guy, Steph. And you're taken into this interrogation room. But before you are, you're lined up single file in this very imperial-looking hallway. And you're lined up um, in, in sixes. 
So I'm in one 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 side, and I see this this girl, young lady in her twenties, and she looks like just your basic, just to paint a picture, your basic twenty something millennial, um, you know, wearing her Disney stuff, nice clothes, nice hair, done up. You know, she has her Mickey shirt on, her Mickey shorts, and she's wearing these giant Mickey birthday ears. She's all about her birthday, and as someone that is, I'm not judging on that, but you'll see where I'm going with this. <laughs> no. So this, Dawn, this is so great. I laughed about this so hard. Well, there was a cast member who was so good. She was taking her role as an officer so well, because they, they, they kind of yell at you, stuff. They kind of, you know, mm-hmm. they're a little Very jokingly odd. mean to you, yeah. So she was leaning against the wall of this hallway, and this female imperial officer, she goes, that is not for leaning. Get off of my, get off, don't lean in my ship. And the 20-something goes, ah, it's my birthday and I can do whatever I want. Oh, And no. she said it, she said it so bratty and Ew. so just, even the boyfriend kind of cringed. And you heard some groans in the in the in the people surrounding because she's like, "Um, it's my birthday and I can do whatever I want." Ew! It was kind of like Jimmy Fallon's "You." Um, and the officer walks up to her dog. This is my one of my favorite moments. The officer look went right in her face, and she goes, "Your age advancement means nothing to me. Get up." Like that, and the yes. person, girl, she got off the wall, scared the crap out of her, <laughs> and people started clapping. You oh. <laughs> don't have any of no, it. Your advancement in age means nothing to me. Get up. And she got off the wall. I thought you and I whispered to her as the officer. Uh, she kind of like walked by us judging. And I go, I love you. And she goes, I don't care. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And just I did talk about this when you were gone, Jason, that you are kind of when you're at Disney, you are definitely like a little child. When he was in this ride, Stephanie, he knew that the First Order officers were there patrolling and watching. Jason likes to go over and try to press buttons <laughs> on this panel because he knew that they would yell at him. And they did. They were like just absolutely appalled. I mean, they were like appalled. They, it was hilarious. And then he would sneak back over and try to press more buttons. He's very <laughs> naughty. Oh, funny. Oh, oh no, gosh. it was super funny. Oh, it was just, that ride is, uh, yeah. We'll have more tomorrow. I'll talk about the epic crowds. I've never seen anything like it in the near 50 times I've been. Oh my gosh, it got worse. It got, it got triply worse. I mean, not, this, for anyone that's been there, here, here's what I'll say. Don, remember where uh, Toy Story Land is? Mm Mm-hmm. In Don't one, tell me it was backed up there. Uh, no, the line for Slinky Dog Dash yeah. was backed up all the way to Star Wars Launch Bay in the main area wow. of the park. Oh, my gosh. You know wow. that store, Dawn? Yeah. By, yeah. yeah. Backed up all the way there. It was a three-hour wait for Slinky Dog Dash <laughs> on one day. It was crazy. It was insane.
Yeah. So we have to, there's so many things to talk about, so like the many, people yeah. running in Animal Kingdom before we oh, were going to go see Avatar. <laughs> oh, Avatar. and the woman backing up. I mean, there's oh, so God. many yes, things. Yes. 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 Uh, is Steve or Donna here? Yeah. Any- hey. Hello. Hello. Steve, um, I, I need to tell you something, and I didn't do it. Better judgment. Uh, kept me from doing it. Uh-oh. Your um, avant-garde, um, black and white, very dramatic airport video. <laughs> I oh, watched yes. it and I almost recreated it frame by frame uh, <laughs> at the airport yesterday. But I was afraid people would think I was mocking you because people are overly sensitive oh, nowadays. Sure. Oh, yeah. But I almost line for line, but changing life experiences for mine. I almost <laughs> did it. it. I wanted to Do it so next bad because i was just like oh god black and white it looked very yeah you know very avant-garde yeah 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 and it's just you know all i'm the only reason i would ever put something like that out is to uh <laughs> to get the admiration of people wow look at him go did you have a busy day was it like a crazy travel day it was crazy it was back? a little yeah. crazy so i thought of your next video time, and do i it. thought oh i thought God, I wanted to do it so bad. Uh, yeah. yeah. Next time you need to do it, can I ask you? We're going to talk about the Golden Globes. Uh, also, uh, Donna is here, but I have a question. <laughs> oh, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned like a three-hour wait for the Slinky Dog thing. How? What? What do families do? You go there enough so you can that works into the average. But if a family goes with their kids and then it's yeah. like they really want to go on the ride and it's three hours of your one day at mm. the park, I can't fast imagine passes. fast pass. Steve, I yeah. will answer that question. Tomorrow on Jason and Alexis in the morning. <laughs> because ask Dawn, Dawn, did we wait long for anything in three days? Absolutely not. You have to do it Jason's way. Um, because yeah. you'll waste right. your time if you okay. don't. You yeah. have to yep. listen to the podcast. Great. Yeah. yeah. Stay tuned tomorrow, everybody. But right now, hi Donna, I love you. Hey, I missed you. Donna. <laughs> Poor Donna. She's Welcome like back. No, she's like stop. Jan, girl. She's no, like I Jan. took a little nap. I, I just took a little nap. It's all right, girl. Don and Steve come up next. Go go out there and be yourself. No one can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Don? That's right. You be you unless you're a terrible person. Change before tomorrow. Thank you. Bye.